Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Experience with Michael Aaron Cossers. I hope everyone's doing well today. I'm coming to you in my Saturday best, uh, just because I'm going to be doing a poetry reading for you guys tonight. So um, I hope you guys are prepared and you're just relaxing and you're just chill or whatever, because I know I'm getting into that headspace right now. Um, let me just make sure, because I am actually... Uh, doing this live on Twitch, which is a first for me because I generally, uh, well, I haven't done a poetry reading on Twitch yet, so that's cool, right? Um, and I wanted to make sure that I squeezed one in before, you know, the going got too late and um, see how it goes because, uh, yeah, I just haven't, haven't done that yet. But checking it out here, looks like I got one in. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Welcome to the experience. And this is going to be also on the podcast, of course. Now, I really wanted to keep the uh, podcasting, uh, the poetry to the podcasting only because I think the music translates better. I like playing like vibey music during my poetry readings. But I think if you tuned in to the last one that I did on the podcast, um, it was like more of a hip hop style type of vibe. And that was definitely different, uh, especially when you're reading poetry by the likes of like Roz Williams or something like that. Because, you know, he was a big old um, goth person, depressed, whatever, and uh, dark poetry. So it was it was interesting reading dark poetry or like, I don't know. I don't know if you just is it just dark poetry or what the hell is it? Right. But um yeah, to trip hop beat and lo-fi jams. But anyways, I'm back on my vibe tonight uh, while I'm doing this recording. So I hope everyone's having a great afternoon. And uh, since it is my first time on Twitch doing the poetry reading, um, I don't know how the sound is uh, relegating over there, but hopefully it's okay. Uh, usually it picks up pretty good on the uh, podcast side. So I really you know, I'm into that. But um, what I did want to do before I get started is I wanted to share the website with you and, and share a little bit about my poetry, especially and my books, especially since, you know, I'm here on Twitch and it's visual and people can come back and look at it if they want. Um, so if you're on the podcast side, just hang tight. I'll try and walk you guys through it as I go. Um, but let me go ahead and pull that up. So, uh, as per the usual, I'll be reading poetry from my website, um, therootofmanyreturns.com. Now, therootofmanyreturns.com I've had for, I don't know, two, three, four years. No, no, it couldn't be that long. It has maybe three years. Um, I think 2018, 2019 is where I started to like do... Uh, my thing on this, and it was just a blog, um, but it's changed over the course of uh, the year since then. Uh, it's become more, it's become my homepage for the work that I do in my writing. And now I haven't done so much writing uh, in the last, God, three to four months. And primarily that's because I've been so busy with everything that I've been doing. Um, as far as the C report goes and, uh, uh, taking it to, in the regards of, uh, news and current events and making sure that someone out there has some sense of, um, what's going on through analysis and stuff like that. But that's neither here nor there. 
we're here for the poetry today so i hope you guys are ready now uh this is my website in case you guys have never seen it the root of many returns.com um just kind of a little splash page uh this right here that you're seeing is um uh for a new work that is currently in progress so there's this website called wattpad and wattpad basically uh wattpad allows you to share your work with the writing community and also with readers um but it's presented as a work in progress and so uh that's what this is now i i know some people have kind of wondered like what what does it mean michael aaron Cosseris presents the poetry of nicholas duke and and someday i'll do a reading for you actually you know what? i'll show it to you right now and then uh but we're not going to read it you can go read it if you want to though uh but nicholas duke is the name of the protagonist from my debut novel the distance to the end and nicholas duke is a poet and um he's he's a writer <laughs> go figure right um and so in the, in the interim uh between the next novel and this novel i wanted to release a a work of what his poetry would be or what it would be like um and and so that is what this is that you're seeing here and now we're gonna go visit it real quick and then we're gonna jump back the name of this um book by Nicholas Duke that I'm writing is called Black Orpheus, Poems of Dreams and Dementia. So just so you can see what it looks like real quick and what Wattpad is like. Um, let me close that out. Uh, this is, this is Wattpad. Um, so far, oh wow, I've gotten more reads than I realized I had. Um, so far I've got 14, I think, no, 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, yeah, 11. Hearts of Glass, Midnight's Dream, Peddling the Father of Lies, Blasphemous Energies Deceive the Magic Hour, Mark of the Iceman, Crystalline Haze, Fetal God, Blood, Awaken the Abyss, Black Choke, and Purple Haze. Um, apparently I'm ranked 130 in symbolism, and that's a good thing. Uh, I wonder how many... 130 out of 1.3 thousand stories. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm almost in the top 100. Awesome. Uh, that's kind of cool. Anyways, all right. So it ranks you. So if you if you guys are interested in reading uh, the collected poems of Nicholas Duke, as I am presenting them in Wattpad, then have at it. Go read it. Go rate it. Um, so this way I can get some more views and stuff heading that way. Uh, it's www.wattpad.com. And then you can search my name or you can just visit from the link on my website, therootofmanyreturns.com. So anyways, let me back out of there. I want to finish showing you guys my website before I um, get into the poetry reading. Because uh, I'm going to take you to where we're going to be reading poetry today also. Um, so yeah, that's the website. And then uh, as you go on, um, I, I haven't shown this to you guys, so I'm going to go ahead and, and show it to you. Uh, the Root of Many Returns, so you can click on here to get direct access to my blog. Um, most of it is just poetry and, and fiction. I don't really write personal blog entries uh, or, you know, whether that's um, stream of consciousness or polemic polemical writing or just blogging uh, about whatever. I, I tend to just do my writing. Uh, you can check out my bookstore, <laughs> The Root of Many Returns uh, bookshop. Um, 
if you click on this one, the experience that will take you to the website for my um, podcast, theexperience.com. Let's visit there real quick anyways. I actually have not updated this in a minute. Um, and I need to, uh, cause like the last episode I have here available is episode 34. Got my mind on Brennan, got Brennan on my mind. If you guys know who John Brennan is, uh, there's no reason why he should be living rent free in my head, but <laughs> I kind of talk about it in that episode. Um, because again, the, the politics and the uh, everyday life intermingle sometimes. Um, if you want to check out one of the videos I used to do on YouTube now, again, like I said, on my first Twitch broadcast for the experience with Michael Aaron Kosseris, um, I decided to dump YouTube because they, 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 they banned, they censored two of my episodes. Um, and I just, I'm not going to play that game with them. So I'm just, that's, it's gone. Uh, check out my Depop store. If you want some cool threads, uh, <laughs> if you want, um, if you want to wear some cool threads that come from my closet, <laughs> I curate high in men's fashion. I think if you guys have followed me, you know I like to dress up. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so that's just a little bit about that. Um, the experience with my... Yeah, I have my, my RSS feed there as well. So you can see uh, President Trump on America First. Dems push more gun control. Ghislaine Maxwell update... And then uh, mRNA experimental gene therapy or COVID vaccines. So those are some of the topics I cover over at the C Report, um, which you can get on the Experience Podcast feed if you're going through um, like your favorite one. So basically, like what I tell to, like to tell people is if you're listening to one of my feeds and you hear me doing an advertisement for Anchor.fm, then you're on my personal feed. If you hear an advertisement for like Chevrolet or like some national brand, then you're listening to the Spreaker uh, podcast and either is fine. Um, I would say if you're listening to the Anchor one, subscribe. If you're listening to the Spreaker one, download, like absolutely download it. If you're listening, because the Spreaker one, it lets you do that. It lets you download the episodes and also that helps the pocketbook. So download it if you're on the Spreaker side and if you're on the Anchor side and you hear me giving an advertisement like I'm personally endorsing it, then subscribe. So that this way that also helps the pocketbook. Um, yeah, but anyways. So anyways, yeah, that's the experience. Web. It's a very it's just one page. It's just enough to get you to what you need to, to see about and learn about with the website. But anyways, OK, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish going down on this website so you can see the rest of it. Um, here's a direct link to my short fiction. There's not a whole lot, but there is some, and I promise I'll be bringing more as I get more time, um, doing the C report daily. And again, I do view it as a public service because I don't get paid for it and that's fine. I don't mind. I have the time and I have the re I have, I have the support to do this project right now. And I, I would like it to be something that I can rely on as a source of income, uh, to, to, to make my daily needs. I, I don't want to be famous off of it. I don't want to get rich off of it, but I would like to be able to sustain myself doing this work. So again, if you know, if y'all care to support, or if you'd like what I do, subscribe, um, or, or hit me up on my cash app or my PayPal. Um, I may be getting rid of PayPal soon. Right now I only have it open because I have some very important accounts tied to it. 
uh, and I have some important things that I need to have done on that account, but I'm looking to get rid of PayPal soon also, because I'm going to boycott them. I don't believe in what they do. Uh, they also censor and, and ban people and, and disallow them, kick them off their, their uh, networks because they don't agree with their political opinions, and I don't agree with that. So I will, I will be getting rid of my PayPal as soon as I can get uh, some things moved on there that I need to get moved. If you'd like to see some of my artwork, uh, that links to my artwork. Um, I, I intend to put more up. Actually, I'll show some of you guys now some of the artwork. Um, this first uh, image, and again, if you're on the podcast, go to therootofmanyreturns.com and you can check out the artwork. This image here is a charcoal on paper from um, a, a new short or a new... I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a short story. I feel like it is. Um, I feel like it might be part of the Sueville horror series. Again, I'm not sure. But the title of that story is Sex Demons. And that is one of them that you're looking at. Um, it's called Incubus Revel. Uh, this is uh, an old uh, charcoal pastel. Um, it's called Vega Polaris in color. <laughs> um breach which is another uh charcoal that i did from back in the day and just different ones indifferent that's another charcoal pastel uh a beast of revelation um so i, I still dabble and do visual art here and there but i just uh, don't do it as much as i used to um I, I really would like to get back to painting and i'll paste i'll paste i'll post some of my uh uh oil paintings on here later and then you know i also work with like expensive acrylics and the only reason why i say expensive is because it doesn't make it a difference if it's an acrylic or not what brand or what i mean it does actually make a difference but especially if you're savvy to that kind of uh medium but i, I it's it's um it's a black light acrylic that you can't find anywhere too much anymore and uh I know they used to sell them at the art stores here in uh, my my hometown, but um, they stopped carrying them after a while, and then they told us that they were out of business, the people who run that art shop, that art store, and as it turns out, they weren't, um, but they are very hard to find sometimes, so anyways, let's take you over to the poetry um, so we can get that underway, because I've already been gabbing on for a few minutes. So if you'd like to follow along with today's poetry reading, um, it is at, we'll click on the poetry link. Bam. Okay, we're not going to read that one first, um, but yeah, click on the poetry link or if you need the direct tag, um, we're starting on page five today. Um, we're almost, almost caught up with all the poetry now. There are some poems on this that I'm not reading such as the sonnets. The sonnets are, um, they're all patriotic poems, the sonnets. So I'm going to save that for its own grouping. And also, um, what else do we got? Um, the, let me put my cell phone. Um, we also have the, uh, what do you call it? Oh yeah. I also, I also do have the, um, the, the Nicholas Duke poems on there as well. So that's something else that you can check out if you're interested in. But anyways, okay, so bloop, bloop, bloop. Mm. 
Okay, so let's go ahead and get to reading, guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... I'm just playing with the screens right now, but all right, let's do this. Okay, so I'm going to start from the bottom and go up. Um, the last poem I read to you guys in uh, was called Memory Found. So we're going to start off with this one. It's a long one. Oh, it's going to be so cool to read to you guys poetry, and y'all could actually follow along on the screen if you want um, here on Twitch. But I hope you enjoy. Uh, this poem is entitled All Parties End. Sepsis of the Heart the antiquated death in digits once forgotten, brought to mind by the searing black that agitates the blood and quivers in the heart. It bargains for influence in the stream of consciousness deemed material by man and ephemeral by God. The waves came then, the ones passionate about the cause, the first to go and the first to die. Those whom could not remember, lost in a desert pronounced of shards and glass. Those crashed along the breaches of suicide. They entered into a world they did not bargain for, many unable to handle the strength of riptide gravity and the coerced magic wielded by the programmers. Those whom designed the energetic matrix like a vortex, an aperture in the air before you, mock their own achievements by sharing with the world a hoax bigger than racism. It is an energy ring meant to disrupt the first wave. The second wave brought the intelligible and the tempered. Those trained in deep magic and linked in twelve dimensions fabricated by the will of man. Those whom would remember and would cross the brazen sea, ride deep the current of its sustenance, and curve its gravities, change the shape and the temperature internalized by its creator, a joker that skewed the illusion of evil into validation of good. It presented itself as a creature of dual nature, declared itself its life absolute, declared its influence through deception, it is a spirit conscience that traverses through the frequencies to hunt the inequities and use them as tools to destroy the children of the sun. And when remembered, the spirit cannot overcome the second. It can only speak its intentions and tell its truths like lies, confuse, confound, depress, distract. It has many names and many personalities, but is a lesion, negative and purposed, transmuted and transposed to the light by the vigilant workers whom sacrifice experience to complete the mission, rejoicing as she raises, lifts, ensconced in the ether of the galactic core and the heart of man, verdant in the tones of love, gratitude, and forgiveness. The unthinking prowess of the third wave, 
those existing simply to be, a generation of angels writing and creating without inspiration, the energy shifting in their presence. Their presence and assistance to strike at the unseen pockets hidden in our world succeeded in shredding the existence of duality. There can be light without dark. There can be good without evil. There can be a god without a devil. The trick of words and reasoning, the wardens of the heart, strip away discernment no more. The veins buzz frenetic, light receptors of the galactic core. The DNA dances, thankful. The third eye opens, and suddenly we see what things are made of, and see the spirit of the people. And we discern those touched, and discern their hunger for rage, and the accolades given when power tricks the people into blind animals, and the symbolism was enough to divide. And the skin tone was enough to divide. And opposing philosophies were easy enough to divide. Galactic warriors bring this party to an end. An orgy of forgotten and neglected calloused love into the most sour resentment, depression, and wanton revenge. The word of man intoned by magic, influenced when spoken, believed when received, hindered by words of four-letter, is the archetype of the devil's motivation, tethered to the emotion lost in the vast, cold, and empty sepulchre he broadcasts from resentment, neglect, loneliness, depression, bitterness, scorn, anger, fear. The former things have passed away, brother. A new system has risen with the planet, has graduated a class energetic and weightless, has centered and revitalized, has centered itself into the new world where the discerning, where the discerning eyes of the masses, the billions around the globe, deep shining their intentions of love, though met by resistance, merges with the spirit of the world and expels the final demons, expunges the history those demons made and rectifies the truth unknown to the newly opened hearts of the once undignified and reconciles with the detached violence of the spirit when in possession, when owning, when attacking the waves that came in and tasked to alter their experience so their transmission be lost in space and the magnetic waves that will carry deep into our enlightened past. Severance, rebirth. 
The shadows of summer's past fall like leaves turned to dust, indifferent to nature's flow, caring not for synchronicities or coincidences, a demarcation of written history and history being written. The waning bagpipes stutter to a halt and rattle away like the pipe dreams cooked up nightly by sleepwalkers, a daylight reverie, a trance induced by the advancement of processes and technicalities. A sex-born poison fumigates the landscape wretchedly, putrid stench of filth and sewage, a hemorrhage of the bowels places red scars, scarlet marks on the faces of the many batteries that power this co-opted reality. Gridlocked, swaying toward a sun-bright future. The chains of empathy and desire wear off. The weight eases off with the flesh, delicate, timed precisely to flake away with the snow and sleigh bells, the wan harps and laughter of old ghosts. The crowd descends. The sacred breath of life is given and taken, and the first acknowledgement is given. A wail to the world, a burst of recognition and remembrance. Gratitude as the memories fade away, and we begin our journey. Reborn. Okay, I'll take a pause there. My goodness, it's been a minute since I've read read those poems. In fact, um, a lot of the poetry that is new, like this I would consider new poetry because it's not published in any of my books. Um, they've only been published on this website and I've never read them. Like I, I, I will read them maybe once post-publication and then... Um, those two poems were written in September of 2019, um, September 1 and September 19th, respectively. So that's going back and, uh, God, it, it hit me cause, uh, I just didn't, I don't remember what I write sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then sometimes when I go back and I read my work, I'm like, God, man, what the hell? Like, I don't know. Anyways, um, okay, let me get back into it. I don't want to be this. uh, We'll see. Let me, let me get back into it. All right, guys. The next poem I'm going to share with you is entitled the fall of September written in October 11th, 2019. The fall of September. Distillation of the history and perceptions collided, scoped for legion, collective and hive, integrated inherently, regardless of opinion, deception set sail beyond the rising sun. Vast orchids blossom, blood red and orange, daffodils, fuchsia, peach blossom fire, fiercely pink and darkening sky. The lunar dream solidifying in the minds, the abundant illumination crowning insights to selected witnesses set to testify, to bear the judgment of the enemy, 
to call its shadow to attention, to see the recognition in its eyes. It wants to share something. It wants to slyly strike a deal, but it needs permission. And the ability to be seen by eyes once restricted to the access of the other side. Some must look deep inside. Some don't have to because they just know. Some bow heads in shame. Those who know restrict the spirit. Those indulgent regard its will. Those unknowing and those apathetic are lost and found to chance's fate regarding dominion with this worldly spirit. To fall into the infinite eye of insights, to collapse into opening doors, the depths far deeper than comprehension. The blackness of limbo, darker than space, far colder than the coldest memory. The adjourning meeting would take place in a land of silhouette and disorder. The judgment set by the black mirror before them. Peer into the chasm. Now, you are nothing. Remittance. Reprise. It was an observation of manipulation. She used her mental prowess, naturally throwing screens at conflict, hiding the truths needed, protecting the secrets accumulated. Her vast trail grew like the shadow's long tail's tether to the horizon sun. Twilight grew in her eyes. She was tired. The attempts at manipulation, the unlauded successes of its unintentional existence. A great book for the counterculture. She'd stood on one side of the line by necessity for so long she was unsure at first how to feel when good fortune brought her to the other side. And how at that time the magnetic draw she fed on increased and strengthened. She had no choice but to stand where she stood. The pre-written law, the contract signed upon re-initiation, feigned at as a victim's house, acknowledged the many paths to take, agreed the poisons of the world would overtake the soul if the sun was going to shine on peace and goodwill to overcome the counterbalance incumbent from this game's inception. The trade-off for those who will or will not exist in the heightened world of the future. The point being to assist another dying world. Or to learn again. For now her resolve asked for piety, for forgiveness amongst the shadows. Her resolve to adapt to the onslaught of challenges and awkwardness, to grin through once-regulated emotions of pain and suffering, to continue transmuting the darkness of the soul, to carry on as a beacon of higher awareness. 
she had once learned, deep inside a dream, the memory existed. Beyond the sun and galaxy, in a space accessible to opened souls, the maps of many paths reside. If she guided to it with her heart, she'd remember the choices she made. If open, she'd easy navigate the river of the soul to starlight and the inner healing of its energetic core. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's where I'm going to leave it there today. Um, the last one I, I, I last one I read quite a few a few poems. I think I did five or six, and usually I only do about three or four, uh, just to keep it light. I don't I don't want to occupy too many people's time in the headspace of my headspace in poetry, um, but I do appreciate those who listen and enjoy it. Um, all of the poems I read today are unpublished. Uh, they've only been published on my blog, and they will be in my forthcoming book of poetry called Even in Death. That's the name of it. I've already decided the title and I will release it sometime this year. It'll be published this year. Um, it'll be published before the end of the year, most likely. I, I was, I mean, you know, April has slowed down. The month of April time has slowed down for me. Um, February and March just zipped by. Like the first quarter of the year just zipped by. And here... I feel like April's almost over and I'm seeing we're only halfway through. So that means time has slowed down. So that's a good thing. Um, I think that means we're setting our course on the path that we need to be to see the fruition of the works that we have been working on <laughs> and the seeds that we've been planting. So that's a good thing. Um, uh, I was thinking of doing, because, you know, if any of you are, are knowledgeable about uh, the poetry industry, field, whatever you want to call it, uh, this is National Poetry Month. So generally, some people will do like a writing challenge where they write one poem a day. I should have done that. I mean, we're halfway through. I guess I could still do it and then just say like I did a poem every other day or something. But um, it's I mean, the reason why it's good is because it keeps the writing muscle flexed. It keeps you in practice, which makes it easier for words to flow. And I really haven't written a poem in about gah, six months. Dang. Uh, I mean, usually I try and sneak one in there, but I haven't. I've been so preoccupied with life and with current events and and with my my job, which is the C report, you know, um, God, you know, uh, I need to get, I need to write it, but that those poems will be included in it in case any of you want to see that in print. Um, that'll be, that'll be released sometime this year. Now, before I go, I do want to share with you guys, um, my books because I also have not shared with you guys my books. So I'm going to turn to the devil and we're going to look at my Amazon author page. <laughs> Let me blow that up a little bit. Um, so you can check out my author page, Amazon. Yes, those are all books that you can buy. They're all published. Um, I have six of them here. Uh, that is starting with the youngest, um, this reality of man. I'll click on it. I mean, if it wants me to see it, I guess it'll let me see it. Okay. There you go. Uh, that was my first 
my first uh, published book that was in wide distribution. Um, I, it's insane that this book is going for $38 now. I don't know how it's gotten to that price. Uh, I have some copies. If you guys want, I would sell them to you for 15, which is the cover price. Plus I would take care of shipping and handling. And if you want, I would sign it. I, I mean, if you don't want me to, that's cool. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Um, I, I mean, cause most, most authors, when they sell copies direct, will send them signed. And I, I just think that's just, I don't know. It's a little bit uh, arrogant if you ask me <laughs> because you don't know if they want them signed. So if you would like your copy signed, please ask me when you, and it's in the bookstore in the Root of Mary, Many Returns shop and um, it's available there for $15. Don't pay $40 for this book, please. I don't even know if I would see that money, honestly. Don't pay 40 bucks for this book. <laughs> I can get you a copy for 15 plus take care of shipping. So, you know, there's a deal there. Um, I guess it's just because it's considered out of print. Now, that's not my first book that I ever published. The first book that is out of print and is not available anywhere is called uh, Sad Height. And um, that one, I'm sorry, guys, it would it, it's going to cost a penny because only less than 100 copies were made. Um, and they're scattered out there and it's under a pen name. I had an assumed named Jacob Gray, which is why gray is my signature color. I'm not joking when I say that. Um, but, uh, Jacob Gray and Sad Height was the name of the book. If you can find it, get it. But it's, if you get it for me, I'm sorry, it's not going to be cheap only because it was super expensive to make it. Um, and it is long out of print. It was published in 2005. So we're approaching 20 years for the sad height very soon. And the copy is going to cost you at least a bill. Anyways, if you want to check out my first novel, um, that one is the distance to the end. Again, uh, Nicholas Duke is a protagonist and I'm currently writing his collection of poetry to share with you what his writing is like. It's a, it's, it's, it's a little heavier than what I normally write. Like his writing is heavy his writing has to do with addiction and that's why it's so heavy. And I've never said that out loud, but yeah, uh, his poetry is about addiction. It's about addiction and, and it's not just drug addiction. It's addiction to whatever you could get addicted to. Okay. <laughs> so for you people who have addictive personalities and who are addictive in nature, that's what that book's about. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. And I've only done 11 pieces and it's, it's really heavy poetry. Anyways, enough about that. Um, that's his book. This is his story. The Distance to the End is his story. So if you want to check out his story and then maybe his poetry, I got it there for you. Um, this other book I have, it's called A Trick of the Eyes. And it's, uh, it's fiction. It's a novella. Um, it is a horror story set in a place called Suville. And so it's the Suville Horror Stories is a series of what it's doing. So Trick of the Eyes is the first book of that. It was published in 2017, so I'm not too far off on it. Um, and I think Sex Demons is going to be part of that as well. And I have a couple other stories I'm working on for that, but they I lost them in my hard drive crash. Um, Sex Demons I didn't lose. Um, I did lose... I, did, I had two drafts that I was working on for the next book in the Suville Horror Stories. And... I'm not going to give you a whole, like, rundown on what Suville Horror Stories is about, but the next story was about witches, and then Sex Demons is pretty obvious what that's going to be about. Um, this book here is called Severance, 
um, Poems from a Dystopian America, and it is a supplement to my 2020 collection of poetry called The Vanishing Poet. So basically, if it's the idea like whenever an artist releases an album, they have EPs and singles, same idea. They're supplements to the album. Um, Severance is a supplement to The Vanishing Poet. And this one... Uh, I don't want to buy it now. I want to look at it. This one, which is called Poetry from the Edge of Forever, as presented in the virtual poetry reading held on April 20th, 2020. So this poem is going to be a year old in a few days. I mean, this book is going to be a year old in a couple of days. Uh, this poem was also a supplement to my collection. Um, oh my God. And I think I'm wearing the same shirt. <laughs> if you're on Twitch and you're seeing this, I am wearing the same shirt. Oh my goodness. Anyways, uh, I try not to do repeats. No, just kidding. It's whatever. I like this shirt. Anyways, um, Poetry from the Edge of Forever. That one is a supplement to the book, The Vanishing Poet. So let's just go look at that one and I'll close it out for today, guys. The Vanishing Poet by Michael Aaron Costas is my 2020 collection that brought together all of the poetry from uh, the 2000 to 2010 era of my writing, which was all in chat books, which means they had no ISBNs. They were not logged in the Library of Congress. They could not be purchased online at Amazon because they were chat books. If you don't know what a chat book it is, check it out, look it up. I'm not going to take the time to explain it today. But I had three, I had four chat books published between 2005 and 2010 that um, were just gone. I mean, once they're out of print, they're gone. They're printed. I mean, all of mine were handmade. If you ever come across a Virgo Grey Press handmade chat book, because I published other people's poetry too, not just mine. Um, they're, they were all made by me by hand. I did all of them by hand. So they're gone now. I mean, I still have copies of them. If you'd like to purchase them, let me know. I still have some that I would be willing to sell um, that are still like, you know, they're not falling apart or like grungy and old looking, but yeah. Um, that's basically that. So the Vanishing Poet brought all of that work to the modern age to where people could get ex access them. So if you, if you are interested in picking up a copy, again, any of these books, you can get them for me directly from um, the rootofmanyreturns.com website. Um, but if you did buy them online and if you did leave a review, it would help me so much to get my name out there more than the little work I, I mean, the little work I've done. I mean, you could Google my name, Michael Aaron Kosteris, and I will dominate the first, you know, three, four, five pages. Um, but when it comes to like searching it on Amazon or anywhere, you know, like I, I don't come up because I'm not popular, you know, and I don't need to be popular. don't matter. But, um, you know, what I think I'm going to close this with, I'm going to close today's show with a poem that I recorded. It's like a poetry music video. Time. Um, so let me play that real quick. I think this will be really cool to have on the show today. And I'm going to remove my banner and I'm going to shrink myself out and I'm going to mute. No, I'm going to keep that music going. I think I'm going to keep that music going. Anyways, I want you guys to check this out. This poem is called Frazzle Drip. For those of you who don't know what that is, look it up. But it's basically a poetry music video. Check it out. Time slows. It escapes the dregs of the human soul. At slow tempo, the unforgiving mask of enmity drags the promises of our youth to enslave hope and shackle the rhetoric. It has faceless, baseless, defaced morals 
The truth wears it like a mask of lies and receives the heart of millions as hundreds of Judas goats show them the way, pretending betrayal is divine. To eat the face of a child, to cause a terror before a satanic death, drip drip, frazzle drip the soul until the unconscionable dance around the altars naked and behead the promise of life in their forfeit of their souls. Yeah, I know that's probably a little freaky. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, I'm going to end it there, guys. You can go check that out later on if you want or whatever. But all right, cool. It's been fun hanging with you on this Saturday afternoon slash evening. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the program today, the show. I, I don't like to say program because I'm not trying to program you guys. But I hope you enjoyed the show. All right, this is Michael Aaron Custeris signing out for today. And I will see you guys on the next experience. Till then, stay good and don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I do a lot, so it's not like I'm limiting you in any way. <laughs> All right, guys, take care. Bye-bye. The experience with Michael Aaron Costeris is listener-supported. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash thexpodcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, 99 cents to $9.99 a month. Every bit helps. Again, visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T and tell them Michael sent you. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. <laughs>